0: Oh, and welcome to Hanagramophone, our unofficial podcast about NBC's, for now, TV show Hannibal. I'm Katie. I'm Aaron. <laughs> How do you sound, like, worse every week? You always sound so unhappy. What in the world? At least this week you have an excuse. But um, I have an excuse. For the cancellation. For the
1: cancellation.
0: Ugh, but we're going to talk more about that at the oh. end. But for now, let's talk for a moment about, um, this week's episode, Aperitivo, the fourth episode. And, sorry, Aaron was showing me something bizarre on his computer. Anyway, it's so... It's
1: just <laughs> David Duchovny's career.
0: <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's, um, let's talk about this episode here, um, starting with the title. An aperitivo is apparently an alcoholic beverage that you, uh, consume before a meal to stimulate the appetite. And I'd say that was a very apt title with all of the, um sort of kickoffs to upcoming storylines that we got this time around. What do you think, Aaron? Good title? (laughs) Yeah,
1: pretty good title, you know.
0: (laughs) Would you like an aperitivo?
1: (laughs) An aperitivo? No, I think I'll keep, well... Wait a minute.
0: I kind of wanted some alcohol after this episode to drown all of my horrible sorrows.
1: <laughs> uh, well, there's no well, there's no point of Tvoing anything anymore since the show is canceled.
0: I know, ugh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this. We're gonna talk about it, we're and gonna gonna, we're gonna we're gonna fix this situation. Why the
1: show is canceled? There's ugh, no reason the to talk about it The gonna come anything. back together. No, it can't. The show's dead.
0: Ugh. Aaron's Goodbye. always the optimist.
1: <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> anyway, it's gone now.
0: So, how did you feel about the 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 structure of this season? We come here to the fourth episode in and just now we're finding out the fate of Alana and um and what exactly happened with everybody there at the red dinner. And Chilton who has been like hanging ever um, since like what, what the Miriam last episode last yeah. season <laughs> And wasn't that the last time we saw him? He was, was shot in the face it and never heard from again. I him. And I think
1: it is a little interesting that it took them about four episodes to get to the main character of the show. But what? I mean...
0: Look, your I, man I really crush can't. on Chilton is the worst.
1: That's not true. I just want to be friends with him. In the same way that Will and Hannibal are friends. I knew anyway. it! Anyway, <laughs> so the thing is, I mean... Eh. You know, I'm glad that the episode was about Chilton talking to people. That was nice.
0: I love how he just, um, how he comes in and Will was like, I was hoping for someone else. And I was like, you and everybody else,
1: Will. Yeah.
0: I like how Chilton goes around and everybody's just like, oh, go away.
1: (laughs) You know, I really hope, like, (laughs) this is a little off topic, but with Will... And, like, Ab- and him just having Abigail with him at all times. I think, yeah. you know, they're, uh, I'm not sure about that situation. Because, like, you know, they, you know it's nice in certain situations where it's, like, you just pan over while he's in a conversation. He's like, I want to be alone. And then Abigail's right there. You know, that's nice. Yeah. But then again, does this also happen when he's, like, on the toilet? Ew,
0: okay. Th- that it's went like... to the gutter very quickly. Well, like, does <laughs> it? Because I
1: think that would be a little awkward. Like, yeah, so I'm because sure Because even if she is just an adjusts. apparition, like based on his like subconscious, I-, I think that would be... Well, I think it's this is something that is a relevant discussion. And no matter how m- much you tell me it's not, if, <laughs> and you try to silently steer me in a different direction, I'm not going to stop <laughs> talking about this, because oh, this ugh. is relevant.
0: Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, you were excited to see Chilton again. I was a little less thrilled. I mean, Chilton's a great character, but he's just such... Th- the slimiest sleazeball
1: what he's committed the least murders. he needs to
0: be committed
1: no he's committed literally the least murders on the show he's 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 basically he's an upstanding citizen
0: upstanding yes what is he standing in
1: a pile of serial killers
0: (laughs) and their victims it's true yeah, you know, I'm really not being very fair. I mean, poor Chilton was literally shot in the face because of machinations of Hannibal. And here I am being like, oh my gosh, get away. But, I don't know. He's just, he's a different type of horribleness than, than Hannibal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Chilton is, um, it's, he's a refreshing uh, character in the show, though, because of how funny he is. <laughs> so it was nice. It was nice to see him back in here. Oh, and his music, his music amused me quite a bit because of, um, it was so insinuating. Like, was it oboe? I don't know what it was, but it was hilarious. Yeah. Because every time he was on the screen, <laughs> his soundtrack was just, oh my gosh, it, it sounded like it was just, like, slime on my skin. I was like, get it off! I was like, Argh. It's just how I feel about Chilton overall. <laughs> such a nice guy oh my gosh anyway so how'd you feel about the face-off scene with um (laughs) i'm sorry with mason and children (laughs) well i
1: spent the entire time trying to figure out which one of them was um john travolta and which one was Nicolas cage in that situation nice i think i came to the conclusion that um actually there was no conclusion really but i suppose mason verger is john travolta
0: Ugh. So what about um? This was the the first time He's we got, got a good look at character. Joe Anderson taking over the role of Mason Verger, which was played by uh, Michael Pitt, right? Yes, last Michael season? Pitt. Michael Pitt. Okay, and he was great as Mason, even though I was just like, oh, I hated Mason so much. I mean, Ugh. anyway. Um, but how'd you feel about about Joe Anderson taking that over?
1: Um, I mean, he was fine. I mean, he didn't really. I was never really impressed.
0: It was, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. I felt bad for him, you know, as an actor, that's got to kind of suck to be under a pile of deformed makeup (laughs) prosthetics, you know? (laughs) Yeah. That's got to be difficult. And nobody even sees you. So it's, I mean, it's no wonder that Michael Pitt bowed out of the role.
1: Well, I mean, uh, according to everything, that's not really the reason he bowed out.
0: Very well. I will accept it. But, um... But yeah, I don't I don't know. So I'll take your word for it. I'm sure that's supposedly
1: you. supposedly not not to commit any sort of slander or libel, but supposedly he's kind of a douchebag.
0: Oh, well, th- that wasn't slanderous at all. Anyway, well, I mean,
1: <laughs> I said supposedly.
0: Supposedly. It's, allegedly. it's not, not like it's like <laughs> not It's not like
1: I printed an article saying Michael Pitt is gay. Oh,
0: <laughs> Nice job. Okay. Anyway, back to the show where everyone is gay. Let's look at <laughs> each character individually here because um brian fuller was tweeting that? a little bit during the episode i, I think that uh, i don't know what he did i think he queued his tweets or something because he was at the saturn awards but he did have a few tweets that went out during the during the episodes airing and one of the things that he mentioned was each act of the episode was based around you know a certain character and their journey starting with the red dinner so chilton is the first one that we see, even though he wasn't involved in the Red Dinner. And we start off with that extremely disgusting shot of him being shot in the head.
1: (laughs) Disgusting. Uh. Well, I mean, it was sad, because, I mean... (sighs) Poor Chilton. Man. it's always the victim.
0: (laughs) Okay. Now, what did you think of Chilton's mission here? How he keeps coming in, and he talks to Will, and he talks to Alana, and he talks to Jack, and he's like, please, someone, be my friend. I mean, help me catch Hannibal. (laughs) And basically nobody was giving him the time of day. (laughs) So, um, my question though, because Will completely brushes him off, right? Will's having none of that. Jack's like, (laughs) whatever. Although I think that, um, Chilton kind of planted a seed there because Jack does end up going after Will in the end. Well, the
1: Um, thing is, I think that doesn't have much to do with um, Chilton as much as the fact that. What's Jack gonna do? I know. Like but, the but thing here's is, here's the
0: question though. Here's the question: When he talks to Alana, Alana is the only one who is receptive at all to the idea of bringing Hannibal down. So my question is: When she takes over psychiatric care of Mason Verger, mm-hmm. is she in any way working with Chilton? Or did no. she, uh, I didn't think so either. Yeah, but but I just thought no it was way, worth. Because the thing is,
1: Alana considers Chilton so detestable that I don't think she. Oh, that's ever true.
0: Me him. and Alana are like on the same wavelength there with Chilton. Are
1: you really <laughs> wanting to compare yourself to Alana no. right now? I mean, (laughs) you are just as blindly taken with (laughs) Hannibal. That is not true. That's very true. That is
0: not true. Okay. Anyway.
1: You all, once again, all the women (laughs) always go for the jerks, ignoring the nice guys. Like Chilton. The
0: nice guys? I spent this whole episode being like, poor Will and poor Jack, and you accused me. Chilton was uh,
1: friend-zoned again. You know what I'm saying? He was he wasn't
0: even friend zoned. He was like left out completely in the cold by literally everyone. No one would even again. allow him into the friend zone.
1: <laughs> friend zoned again. Oh
0: my gosh. Anyway, so we we end with Chilton's story. We end where he's kind of gotten nowhere, but we know where he wants to be. He wants to get Hannibal into his institution so he can write a book about it. <laughs> As we know he has already um copyrighted Hannibal the Cannibal. I mean, I'm just like you opportunistic weaselly sleazebag i mean although you're completely right when you say that out of everyone on the show chilton is one of the least morally awful characters so i don't know why i'm having such a hard such a hard time with him i don't know i don't know all right so it'll be interesting to see if chilton how he gets what he wants because when we get to the red dragon novel that's where hannibal is He's in the, um, the hospital for the criminally insane that's being run by Chilton, and that's kind of... Chilton's a rather pathetic character in the books. So, like, there's a scene where he's kind of coming on to Clary Starling, and it's just pathetic. It's so bad. And, oh, man. Um, so it'll be interesting to see that dynamic with Hannibal in his, in his hospital, because I'm assuming that's why they brought Chilton back. There's no reason for him to live if that's not going to be a scenario that ultimately plays out. Yeah. So, how excited yeah. are you? <laughs> I mean, you're always excited I mean, for more children, right?
1: Yeah, duh. <laughs> so, I mean, that'll be pretty great. That'll be pretty great.
0: Alright, let's, um, let's move along here and talk to the next victim of Hannibal's, Alana. Now, I know that you said that you were, um, I don't know, not completely buying Alana's transformation here because she was what I mean,
1: difference? I think it I think it just moved a little too fast. But, I mean, I'm fine with the direction of the character. It's just... Eh. <laughs> I, I mean, think it did scary. move just a little too fast. Yeah, she
0: was stone-faced in this episode. I mean, woo, her facial expressions uh-huh. were as cold as ice. And I yeah. was like, yikes. But then again, if I fell out of a window because my boyfriend was revealed as a serial killer... And then I, like, shattered all my bones, and he literally stepped over my body and left. And I would be like, man, I might have a few issues to work out myself. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then um, we see her through various stages of recovery. She's in the wheelchair, and she goes to look for Will. Mm. Now, help me remember here. What, when was the last time before the whole dinner party from hell that she
1: saw Will? When it was last time? Yeah. Like, wait, before that?
0: Yes. Because I can't remember how they left things, and I have a specific <clears> reason <throat> for wondering this, which I'm about to reveal. Didn't?
1: <laughs> but... Didn't? Didn't? Didn't Alana show up at Will's house that one time? It seems like she because did. Because it was that after. after was such because a hard time they went. Because they were both at the graveyard, and uh, when yes. um. But she
0: was she was friend zoning him to the max yeah. because she was like uh. Yeah, they kind of had a major falling out when, um, because she started to believe that he was guilty of what had happened. Yeah. Um, and then she was like, I'm gonna have a relationship with Hannibal. This, this won't backfire. Um, well, it really didn't. <laughs> poor Alana. I feel bad for her. Ugh, that that was horrible. Anyway, um, now the reason I was asking this is because Alana hears a voice when she's in the hallway. And I went back and listened to the audio clip, and it sounded... At first, like Hannibal. Mm. But then, like, it started to sound. Like, a mix of Hannibal and Will. And, like, yeah. what, was, what was the quote? It was, um, you were so afraid of me the last time I saw you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is happening right now? It was, like, the scene in The Two Towers where Saruman's voice bleeds into Gandalf's voice. And it's just like, ah, the White Wizard. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a great Hannibal AU. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings AU.
1: <laughs> the White Wizard. It makes so much sense.
0: It really does. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, so... What's the deal there? What is that... What is Alana perceiving there. I mean, I'm assuming... Well, she
1: obviously <clears throat> conflates every single man she's ever had feelings for. I mean, this, this is the only <laughs> thing. No. Maybe she's, like, horribly delusional as well.
0: <laughs> Poor thing.
1: Just like everybody else.
0: Oh, seriously. But that that conversation between her and Will in the kitchen was chilling. Like, oh, I, it was awful at first because she goes in there and they keep having these really threatening shots of Will. Like, where Will is just as creepy as crap. I mean, like, he's just like, I'm gonna fade into the shadows, or I'm gonna sit here and talk in a really low, threatening voice, and I'm just like, Will!
1: Well, I mean, (laughs) you know. You know. Everyone thought he was a friggin' murderer, and then after that- What are you gonna do? And then after that, I mean, he got out, and then he was like, hey guys, Hannibal's totally evil, and everyone was like, well, no.
0: (laughs) They were like, what? And then it turned out that
1: he was totally evil, and now, man-
0: I know it's just like all these Man. relationships have been wrecked, and so Will has kind of just cut Alana off, and it, he was just so cold to her, which I can understand because she really she didn't believe him when it counted.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, I think I don't know. It'll be interesting to see the direction that their relationship goes in, especially because I'm not the thing it's gonna is go much of anywhere. After especially this. since <laughs> Alana is helping Mason Verger in this situation, because the thing is that is going to go. In an interesting direction yeah. because we do know that you know Mason Verger is going to be um, tracking down Hannibal in Europe. Yep. So, With Alana's help. Yeah, and the thing and is, full
0: support. I'm like, you are a sucky psychiatrist, yeah. Alana Bloom, and Will and Will's
1: <laughs> not going to be too into that. No. But we also know that in the next episode, somehow Jack finds Hannibal, and it's like and what some is kind going of a on down, here,
0: which I'm very excited. What for. I'm
1: assuming <laughs> is, well, what I'm assuming actually is that Hannibal is going to reach out to Jack
0: weird. Sounds like Hannibal, but weird. Well, I'm
1: assuming he's going to do that, because the thing is, he knows that, um, you know, at this point, as was said in the promo, that he's lying in wait for a Will, you know, to kill Will, and Will is en route to kill him. So the thing is, Hannibal is like, well, time to be proactive.
0: (laughs) I don't know why that just... I don't know. Hannibal makes me laugh somehow. Ugh.
1: Especially when he talks like that.
0: Well, yeah, I think which that's... is like
1: for the entire show.
0: Well, I mean, of course. So Alana is uh, has become transformed into someone very cold and very angry, who even mentions the possibility of Old Testament revenge to Mason at the end there. So she is full-on murderous. I mean, she's going to fit right in with the murder husbands, <laughs> except oh no, well. This is pretty terrible. So, yeah. I think that um, it'll be very interesting, like you said, to see where they go with her from here. But, yeah, it's not its yeah. not going to be great. <laughs> so,
1: the thing is, even if I do think she transformed too fast, I'm finally interested in Alana again.
0: Yay! So,
1: I guess. Yay? An upside?
0: I suppose? <laughs> um, Alright, well, let's go on and let's talk about Jack and Bella and what I thought was the saddest section of this episode i was i'm still
1: sad about it oh yeah i mean chilton was wasn't so oh was okay
0: t- <laughs> shut up about chilton bella is dead <laughs> but um so is the but, oh man it was awful and she died let's just say my heart shattered into more pieces than alana's bones i mean it was pretty bad oh <sighs> so gina torres was pretty spectacular in this show overall and she was very, very good in this last episode, wouldn't you say?
1: Mm, yeah,
0: Gina Torres has been fantastic. She was just, oh my goodness, I've seen her in so many things, and oh, she really just brought the A game to Hannibal. I've never seen her be bad ever. <laughs> Sorry, I made I made it sound like I was like I've seen her in lots of things, but she was great in Hannibal. <laughs> but no, no, no,
1: yeah, she well, was. We all know your long-standing hatred for Firefly. Ugh, that's not true. Everyone, get on the internet and plain Katie right. Now.
0: <laughs> That's really not true. She
1: didn't even watch all 14 episodes.
0: Okay, anyway. She
1: said she liked the movie more. That is actually a true statement.
0: Okay. That is neither here nor there and it's been ages since I've had any opinions
1: about Firefly so. Many opinions. See that? See that? <laughs> disgusting.
0: Nice. But what was actually disgusting was the emotional fallout. Gina Torres was amazing. And she's also just stunningly beautiful, I have to say. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> but that death scene, it was, it was an interesting choice because Jack administered what I assume is morphine. And helped her along there at the end. So my question is, what made him decide to take that final step? I mean, because that was pretty intense. Because he had been so against her ending her life early, and then there he is doing it himself.
1: He made the comment about her hoping to die when he wasn't in the room. But he wanted to be there.
0: I think that was part of it. There was also the moment where she made the comment, you can cut out what's killing you, unlike me. And then, um, and I had heard some discussion online of the fact that it's possible that what was holding him back, what was killing him, was watching his wife die. Mm. I don't know, but that's just so uncharitable. Like, I hate to... To think so poorly of Jack that he was just seizing control there at the end, I would prefer to think that <coughs> that he was at least influenced by the fact that um, that Bella wanted to go out and not waste away. Oh well, yeah,
1: I mean that was obviously part of it, but
0: yeah, it, I mean, yeah, it was complicated though. Oh, so sad. I'm just so sad about this. So they had the, uh, the funeral scene, which was gut-wrenching, and the fact that they made it, like, a, a wedding-slash-funeral scene, I was like, no, don't do this to me. (laughs) That was awful. And then there at the wake, or at the funeral, or whatever exactly was supposed to be going on, um, he finds that note from Hannibal. So, what do you think? Do you think that Hannibal sent that out of, um genuine regret over Bella's passing or do you think he was just casting out a fishing lure? <laughs> My personal thought is that it's probably both at the same time. Well, yeah.
1: But <laughs> if, if there are any if like there are any two possible goals that Hannibal could have in a situation, it's always both of them.
0: Yeah, it's true. We we talked about it specifically in an earlier episode where Will says he follows multiple trains of thought at the same time. And I think this was another example. Um so Oh, and another reason he probably sent that note to Jack, at least in part, because if Jack sees it, that means Will will probably see it. Mm. Another thing to possibly prompt Will to come along. And speaking of Will and his decisions, let's talk about Will here. Now... We see the scene of Will being sliced open for like the thousandth time mm. in this season alone, and I'm just like Brian. Is it your is it your goal for us to watch this so many times that we have no emotions left to feel? I mean, <laughs> I can't be gutted anymore. <laughs>
1: well, no, I liked the well, I liked this one more than uh, the previous showing of it yeah. because the other because that previously uh, showing it, as I said, it was like. Eh. I mean, I understand that it was a little necessary to show it, but eh.
0: I liked the way eh. that they, um, we saw things from different angles this time. Yeah,
1: this time, this time reliving those experiences was way better. It I was. loved how they showed, um, Chilton getting shot in the face again. Whew, yeah, That was great. And then I also liked the way that they, uh, showed, um, Will getting cut again and
0: they showed what happened to Alana. So they really, they went in depth with exactly how everyone was hurt, which I thought was nice. It, it, I mean, it was horrible, but it was novel to see exact, the exact fallout in graphic detail. Oh, poor Will. But the, um, let's see here. Will's in a very interesting place here, and he has that fascinating scene with Jack. Um, well, although, actually, let, let's back up a bit. Because it starts with him <coughs> sort of having this fantasy of what if he had made a different choice. Mm. Where him and Hannibal do, you know, take down Jack together, and then everything is great happily ever after. <laughs> of course. And um, that was a stunning sequence. The music that they chose, mm-hmm. which was a, um, a piece by Grieg, just, oh the music choices have been... Intensely on point Uh, this season. I'm a big fan of Greg. (laughs) Thanks, Aaron. Hannibal's gonna eat you. But anyway, (laughs) that's the
1: problem. We both love Greg.
0: But I I mentioned this at the time. But I find it so disturbing that my emotional response to this scene is, oh man, it's sort of a wistfulness. I'm like, if only, (laughs) if only they could have been together. But then I was like, Katie, they're literally murdering Jack. You know, like I don't want Jack to be dead. I don't want this to have happened, but I kind of do. Like I do, and I don't, and it's awful, and I don't understand what this show has done to me. (laughs) Oh, I have no more morals, only aesthetics. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's very true. I mean,
1: it's very true.
0: It's it's terrible though. But then they cut to Will um working on his boat, right?
1: Yeah, because
0: he's putting it together, and um. So it's like he's funneling his energy into this. So we see Will haunting Hannibal's house. We see Will building the boat. Mm. Or, or fixing it up, because he, he's already got the boat. Um, and he's a fisher, so that makes sense. So... A, a few, fisherman. Yes, thank you, sorry. I don't know what... <laughs> don't know a what fisher why, would
1: mean that he's... he was trying to steal credit card numbers on the internet.
0: As <laughs> Will is a fisher. <laughs> That'll be season four.
1: Oh man, that'll be so great! It's just like he finally discovers the thrill of being a professional thief,
0: and then he busts Hannibal out, and, they, and it becomes a heist movie. Oh my god, it would be just like
1: Entrapment.
0: You're beautiful. Oh no! My goodness,
1: which one of them is Catherine Zeta-Jones?
0: No, that'll be Clarice when she comes in.
1: No, it's got to be Will who's Catherine Zeta-Jones. Just right. imagine it—like what he, he can what... wear
0: that cat suit. Yeah, and he
1: can and imagine what he's like sexually dipping through the laser you afflict me with these great.
0: horrible images anyway okay that does not happen thank goodness it's a good thing that we didn't go into aaron's bizarre fantasies and instead we went into wills
1: um, well, i play so, greg in all of my <laughs> darkest fantasies
0: nice job uh, so uh. now this conversation oh my goodness because <laughs> jack is like my bad for not going in there with you. And then he questions him about the fact that he called Hannibal. So I guess he's put this together. After mm. months of recovery for everybody, he's put together that somebody tipped off Hannibal, and who would have done it? Will. And so he very non-confrontation, <clears throat> uh, non-confrontationally says...
1: Well, I mean, the thing is, remember, he says, actually, I'm assuming it was part of the investigation that uh-huh. they checked phone records. Mm. because the thing is he says that you know uh, that he needs to make sure that he doesn't that will doesn't contradict anything ah in the official narrative yes so i'm assuming so i'm assuming that um there is that there's an investigation into it which it which which leaves open (laughs) which leaves open their standing with the fbi because we still don't know entirely what's going on there
0: yeah because what did they say about jack he'd been uh forced retirement
1: Something like that? But and the thing since he's is,
0: gallivanting around in Europe, I would assume that he's... We, we had speculated that he must have been out of the Bureau, because how else yeah. would he be Yeah, although I I there? think
1: that maybe that um something's going to happen here. Because if Hannibal does get brought back to the States, and, if and is if Jack is taken instrumental the FBI,
0: in the capture, then I bet he gets yeah. back in. Okay, yeah, that makes then that sense. would be
1: what it is. So I'm assuming that's what's going to happen, but...
0: Unless yeah. Lawrence Fishburne um, wanted off the show or something, I mean, well, this is all assuming that we even get a season four. Because I was just thinking about, well, there might be a scenario where they killed Jack Crawford or something instead of bringing him back into the FBI. But I'm yeah. thinking too far ahead. Who cares? Uh, I don't think.
1: Well, I don't think they would kill him this season.
0: I don't think so either. I hope not. I like Jack. Well, duh. I know. It's like, well, that was an obvious thing. Anyway, da. Um, I know it. I know it. I really but hate the Jack. Me-
1: <laughs> what a terrible. character.
0: You're right. Just no. get him
1: off the show. We're getting Larry Fishburne. <laughs> Nobody wants that guy.
0: Oh, he's the best. So, um, but here we get to the meat of the conversation where um, Jack discusses with Will what exactly his reasons were. Were tipping off hannibal and i loved this moment so much because will hesitates for so long and then he says he's my friend or he was my friend and i wanted to run away with him because <laughs> at first you know he's like i wanted him to get away and jack's like oh my gosh <laughs> but he, but you know things are okay at that point and then he's like because he was my friend and jack's like oh boy and then he's like and i wanted to run away wi- with him and jack's like i'm not even drunk enough for this conversation right now <laughs> What did you think about that aaron
1: um i think that you know it's very interesting that you know will and hannibal's relationship has so many like common sitcom tropes <laughs> i wish that we had gotten to see more of that actually like the thing is it's just like i'm just not sure but you know sometimes when push comes to shove, it's like i've got to let him know before something bad happens And this is so interesting because, you know, right now we're in the X thing. But I wish we had seen more of their developing relationship because we could have had so many, you know, great times for some tropes. Like, you know, the the difference in, like the power in the developing relationship when like one of them sees the other naked accidentally. Ugh. You know, that would have been a great one right there. And then but you know then, then there's other stuff too like um you know if one of them accidentally like a uh, drunk dialed the other one and like said too much about their feelings. Oh and, you know my that makes gosh. the entire situation awkward. I'm sure there are lots so of fanfictions about this. I'm sure there are. Ugh. And I'm sure I've this written is, half of them. Oh
0: my gosh. Once again, this is why Aaron does not write the show. How many bad ideas is that so far? That's not a bad idea. That's this is
1: such a great idea. This has been on literally every sitcom.
0: Oh boy. But um, so
1: it's actually strange.
0: Where does that scene leave off? Didn't it leave off around there where he was like, and I wanted to run away with him? And it's like, oh boy. And Jack's like, I can't. Um But the other important things that we get from our time with Will, we know that he's, you know, he's given some serious thought to what his other decisions might have might have been we know he's been haunting hannibal's house and um he, ugh, i think maybe the saddest lion of the night was the one where he said i'm building a memory palace with rooms for all my friends mm. and i was just like i can't deal with this will stop that right now but that was that was pitiful
1: yeah especially since pitiful. i'm not sure he visited anybody else's house you <laughs> know
0: but and, and then we know he's been constructing a memory palace because he we saw him sifting through his memories from his hospital bed and you know and then his memory palace takes on the shape of the chapel like mm-hmm. like Hannibal's and we've talked about their sort of shared mental space because they are really like two halves uh, sorry two sides of one coin <laughs> two halves of a coin <laughs> two halves of a friendship necklace more like a heart necklace lol um man so yeah Will's being the pretty emo this episode pretty emo.
1: well as always
0: so we see him sailing away he's going to cross an ocean to find Hannibal. i'm not
1: exactly sure that he was going to with sail. my heart
0: will go on playing in the background
1: <laughs> i'm not exactly sure <laughs> that he was that you know he, he was sailing
0: where was he going then aaron year. i don't know aaron, where was, was tra- he going then aaron on moro- an extended fishing he, expedition he
1: was morosely sailing
0: to, Europe. he might
1: have just no. He might have just been. He
0: already had Alana dog
1: sitting. He was gone. How can you sail all the way to Europe?
0: It's been done from
1: Virginia.
0: There, well, you you'll recall. as a single person. It's been.
1: I mean, done. Katie, how much food was he packing?
0: I don't know. He can fish. What he can't... He's going
1: to deep ocean fish.
0: I don't know. Does he even the have power an ocean? of love? Will this power doesn't this make love. any sense. It doesn't. Anyway, but so my, my question after all of this is, I mean, did, why did sail he sail all
1: the way up the Chesapeake?
0: I don't know. <laughs> to the ocean. I don't know. What is this? So, uh, so Will very dramatically decides to sail all the way across. My question is why, but that is ultimately irrelevant. But my other question and the most important one by far is. What is the name of the boat? I'm assuming that if we had panned down, it would have just said the Hanagram. Because, I mean, what other option can there be? (laughs) Oh, man. So, uh, my other question is, what is going to happen when Will and and Hannibal finally run into each other, when they finally find each other? Because I was extremely intrigued by Will's dialogue where he talked about the fact that he didn't make his decision until he heard Hannibal's voice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And all I can think is that that's what's going to happen again. He's going to see Hannibal, and that's the moment that his decision will be will, will be crystallized. So, there are some interesting options for what might happen here. It's almost like he's gravitating towards Hannibal because he has no other anchor. He has nowhere else to go. He has nothing else to do. Yeah. Like, I guess the only other thing he has in the world is, is his dogs. <laughs> but he just, like... <laughs> off on alana it's like i'm gonna go sail across
1: it's such an awkward relationship too <laughs> because either. he's just like
0: he's get like, out
1: <laughs> alana i want to be in my old boyfriend's house alone in my and then after house. that and then after that he just like i imagine like he got right out of there and then he was like oh crap he somebody needs to her. watch
0: and can you watch like, the dog he's like <laughs> someone
1: he's just like like right after she leaves he just picks up the phone and he's like
0: by the way <laughs> he's
1: like yeah alana can you can you feed the dog?
0: <laughs> or better yet, he like texts her, "Feed the dogs, please," like with a smiley face, a winky face. <laughs> so, no,
1: no, no. It needs it needs to be him calling her though.
0: Oh, that'd be great. But I'm assuming that that took place later because she was in a wheelchair in in the house, and then you know it's much later when he actually leaves. So they might have had time to bury the hatchet a little bit between um, those two scenes. No, um, so I really do feel like it, like Will is just gravitating towards Hannibal, and he has no concrete plan. I've heard some people say that they think that he's going there to to take down Hannibal once and for all, or that he's going there to just solely to be with Hannibal. And I think it's much more complicated than that. And I feel like basically for the entire run of this show, however many seasons it is, that we're going to be talking about what is Will Graham's motivation, and we're never going to know—not <laughs> for sure. It's like Hannibal is just his reality and he just, he can't help but be pulled into that. And they just keep emphasizing the fact of how alike Will and Hannibal are and how incomplete they are apart from each other. Because Hannibal is over, he's pouting about the lack of Will and Will is pouting about the lack of Hannibal and I'm just like, my gosh, just get a room. (laughs) I mean, am I right?
1: I mean, yeah, totally. (laughs) Get a memory room.
0: (laughs) Please, in the memory palace, somebody, ugh. Anyway, but I'm, I'm a little confused, though, because they're gravitating so powerfully towards each other. There's been this whole forgiveness thing being tossed around, even though Bedelia is complicating it with, well, you have to eat him. And I'm like, thanks for nothing. <laughs> There's a lot of sucky psychiatry on this show. <laughs> but I, I can't help but wonder, how are we going to get to the Red Dragon arc? Because we know what the end point's going to be. We know that Hannibal's gonna be locked up in Chilton's facility. Maybe. We know that, yeah, we can. We're assuming there's some guesswork here. We know that Will's gonna end up married and living off somewhere else. Uh. So how does this happen if he's if he goes in there? I, I'm just I'm having difficulty with what is Will gonna do, and. Uh... I don't know because I'm just thinking. I'm assuming
1: they... that Will is going to marry Hannibal instead. Like you know.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm down sense. with this.
1: Yeah. Come
0: on. Then, you know. <laughs> it's gonna be beautiful. <laughs> oh I gosh. mean, that
1: that just makes sense to me at least.
0: <laughs> I wish that things could just somehow be happy. I'm like I, every now and then I think that to myself, and I'm like, you realize what show you're watching. What is wrong with you? Anyway, but ugh, I think I need some psychiatric help, but not from anyone on this show. Anyway. But, like, man, I tell you what, let's actually, let's move into some predictions really quick here. Although, actually, all right, I'm sorry, I keep changing direction. Let's talk about Mason, and then we're going to go into predictions, because I want to talk a little bit about what might happen with Will and Hannibal, and we can't quite do that until we've discussed Mason. So, Mason's plan, he's talking to, um, what was the guy's name? Cordell, there at the mm. end?
1: talking. Cordell. Cor... It was something. <laughs> it was something. something. It Thank might you. Have been... I'm not sure if it was Cordell. Well,
0: maybe. I don't know. His, Cor- his, Cor- um, his shady was... physical therapist. Yeah. In fact, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll look it up really Some... quick. I meant to look it up before, and then I completely forgot. Some... Um, so let's look this up and see what's going on. I believe he's from the novel Hannibal... But he was asking him, um, I like how how so blasé he is about it, too, because he's just giving him his physical therapy. And then he was, and he asks him about, um, he wants Hannibal Lecter to be eaten alive and the guy doesn't doesn't miss a beat. And he's just like, how would you like him prepared? And I'm just like, wow, that's service. (laughs) I suppose so.
1: With a smile.
0: (laughs) I know. I was just like, well done. Okay, let's see here. Oh my goodness! The actor's name is Glenn Fleshler. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> okay, let's see here. Um, Mason Verger's caretaker Cordell. Okay.
1: All right, so it was Cordell. Good job. He's a
0: personal nurse and a henchman. And let's see what it says about the um, about his role in the novel and in the two thousand and one movie Hannibal. It uh, doesn't say much. Have to do, we'll have to do some research to see exactly what happens to the character Cordell in um, in the novel and all of that although it may be totally different here. So I'm, I'm really excited I'm always obscenely excited in in this show whenever there's a chance for there to be some kind of epic fight between two horrible people <laughs> like when Hannibal gets to go up against Mason Verger. I was just obscenely excited when when he went after Mason in the first uh, sorry in the second season mm. <laughs> that was the best. Of course. I always love it when I can root for Hannibal <laughs> and not feel guilty about it. And the oh. only time I can do that is when he's killing somebody who's really so horrible. Ugh, anyway. So yeah, this is, an epic showdown is coming. It's going to be awesome. So let's move into predictions for what's going to be coming up next. And I want to start with, uh, well, first of all, let me ask you, do you have any predictions?
1: Do I have any predictions? Yes. Ah. Uh... I don't know because when does the Red Dragon arc start up? Episode is that episode eight. eight? All right, so at this point we have three more episodes of this, which means goodness, yeah, things which, are going to come to a head quickly. <laughs> yeah, they will. So eh? <laughs> it's like it's anybody's guess. Nobody eh? knows.
0: Well, here, what do you think is gonna go- is gonna happen with the whole Jack and Hannibal Smackdown?
1: I don't really know. I think at this point that um, Hannibal is going to, like, reach out to Jack, and then Jack is going to react violently, I assume, to get in contact with Will, Ah. because Jack has already said that he has no interest in Hannibal, and I assume that he's not lying. So the thing is, he's going to get roped into all of this, basically, and the thing is, Hannibal is going to basically present him with Will's location and ask him to pass a message along or something like that.
0: Oh, that's an intriguing possibility. Now, um, as for me, I've been giving some thought to, to what Will, like, what he's doing. And I can't help but think that that maybe when he encounters Hannibal that things, uh, that Will won't want them to go badly. But then I wonder, like, if, the, if Mason, if the wrath of Verger is going to come down on them. And I wonder if Hannibal is going to think that Will is involved. Mm. Or that Will, or, you know, when he inevitably gets caught, I wonder if Hannibal will think that Will was responsible and Will was not. And then that would set the stage for them to have significant tension in their relationship when we move into the Red Dragon section of the story. Mm. Because that's something that's been puzzling me, is the idea that if they have some sort of reconciliation, then why... Would there be difficulty between them during the Red Dragon arc?
1: So I think the difficulty would be slightly different. Like the thing yeah. is, I'm, I don't, I don't see them being able to make up in three episodes.
0: I know. Although they've been mov- they keep going on and on and on about forgiveness. But then again, Bedelia has said that. Um, that he needs to eat him. So I don't know. I, I'm just waiting to see what Hannibal's decision is. Is he going to try to eat Will? Is Will going to try to take Hannibal down because his um, conscience finally awakes from its slumber? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just, whew. Another thing that I've been thinking about is the fact that Will confesses to Jack that he, that he warned Hannibal with the intention of Hannibal getting away. And he also wanted to To go with him, and I just wonder if if Hannibal knew that, how would he feel about that? Because he he did all that because he felt betrayed. I mean, he, would he still feel betrayed just because Will didn't fess up, or would he? I don't know. Be like, oh man, my bad, sorry about gutting you. <laughs> uh, I
1: don't know. Yeah. Like,
0: I'm just wondering if this is gonna come into play at all. The fact that it was essentially a misunderstanding.
1: <laughs> Oops. <laughs>
0: Oh, the misunderstandings on this show. So I don't know who who knows in the end with anything on this show. I, I don't
1: know. Yeah. Well, I predict that um, the show is canceled.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're 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 a prediction genius over here. But actually, let's talk about the cancellation just for a moment. I'm sure that anyone who's listening to this podcast or watching Hannibal has already heard ad nauseum about the cancellation and um, about the Save Hannibal campaign on Twitter and um, the various petitions and such for Hannibal's renewal um, there is the, the change.org petition seems to be gathering some steam so that might be something. Because
1: change.org is always helpful.
0: Thanks Aaron. Anyway <laughs> Everybody
1: um, loves change.org Anyway
0: so there's there are a few things going on out there although brian fuller gave an interview um the other day where he talked about the fact that amazon was the was probably the best choice for picking up the show and probably had the highest chance so i'm really hoping that that will that that will happen apparently netflix is impossible because of contract issues which made me sad because that would have been helpful but but there's still hope for amazon i just really hope that that it'll happen and what were you reading the other day about one of the producers giving the show a 50-50 shot at <laughs>
1: You mean the headline I read. <laughs> oh, yes, the Didn't headline. even check the source of. Oh, dear. And then immediately went away. <laughs>
0: I, I saw it at a couple of other places, or referenced at a couple of other places. So, who knows? It's all up in the air. I'm just, uh, I'm really sad about the cancellation. I'm just hoping that, it, that it'll turn around. But, um, please give us your feedback. Uh, let us know how much you have cried over the cancellation. <laughs> how sad you were about this episode because it was just miserably emotional. Um, And if you listen to us on iTunes, please rate us five stars, right?
1: (laughs) Don't. Give us one star, please. Is there a way to give us zero stars? (laughs) Yes, by
0: not rating. Erin, you were the worst. No,
1: that's just not giving stars. Give us zero stars. Zero
0: stars? Please. Thanks for nothing. I want to have a
1: net rating of, like, (laughs) negative two stars. No. You really deserve it.
0: No. Oh my gosh! Anyway, so just um, but please send us your feedback. We would love to connect with you on Tumblr at hannahgramophonepodcast.tumblr.com or via email at, at gmail.com. Until next week, we will um be here. <laughs> Being sad, about we'll be here. We're just gonna
1: be right here. <laughs> We're gonna be right here in the same place. We actually never stop podcasting. We just <laughs> turn the microphone off sometimes.
0: <laughs> nice. All right. Well, until next week. Goodbye for now.
1: Oh, goodbye!